What's up, Internet? You're tuning in episode 125 of Nintendo Noise, Flipscreen Games Weekly Nintendo Podcast. I'm your host, Pete and Bessie, joined as always by my very good friend and co-host, Miss Sierra Plus Ultra. Hello. Welcome back to the show, Sierra. It's been a minute. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, sorry about that, everybody. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> You've been busy. You've been busy. Yo, plug the new single. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's why I've been gone. So, uh, well, also other things, but anyways. Uh, my band with Tales Ahead just released a brand new single called Swear Words. There's no swear words on it. It's just called Swear Words. But um, uh, it is the second single off of our now announced a full-length album, Infinite Void, coming out April 26th. So um, check out the single. And if you like it, pre-save or pre-order the record because it is coming soon. We'll have a link down below. Make sure you go give it a, give it a click and show your support. Thank you. So, you came back for a good week, right? Last week, you missed the Switch 2 rumors. I mean, I don't know if that's a blessing or a curse at this point, right? Like, the 30th... Every time I'm on, there's like a new rumor. But... <laughs> so you dodged it this time. But we're, we're going to talk about Nintendo Direct rumors. So, you know, I, it's, it's 50-50, right? You're, you're back for that type of episode. Exactly. The rumor mill never ends. <laughs> you know, in, in the run-up to a new console, it's really all we have, right? We're all We're all... After a banger of last year, now we're all just, we're hungry. We're, we're, we're chomping for scraps. But I know, you know, we're just all like rubbing our hands in a dark corner like, mm, what's coming <laughs> next? <laughs> but I do think there's, there's potentially a little smoke this week, right? So yeah. there's, there's been a lot of conversation these last few weeks about when are we going to get our first Nintendo Direct of the Year. Obviously, this is looking to be a pretty big year for Nintendo, some new hardware. We know about a few of the games they have on the horizon, some of which are, are pretty imminent. Um, but, you know, for the, the back half of the year, there's a lot of question marks. And I think a lot of people are wondering when we're going to get some answers. And, of course, for the last three years now, right, there has been a Nintendo Direct in February. And uh, in the years before that, there have been a few that came in early to mid-March, right? So that period is is usually a pretty safe bet for a nintendo direct right, right. and especially right those last couple of years we had a couple of really big announcements right like splatoon 3 pyra and mithra uh coming to super smash brothers the legend of zelda skyward sword hd mario strikers battle league nintendo switch sports xenoblade chronicles 3 the uh, mario kart 8 deluxe um dlc pass uh the game boy and game boy advance stuff coming to N nintendo switch online uh, the uh, one of the last trailers we got for Tears of the Kingdom and Metroid Prime Remastered were all announced at those February directs. So not only, you know, can you usually expect a direct in February, you can usually expect something pretty juicy, right? Like a, one of the right. big announcements for later that year. And, you know, aside from what we know that's coming up, right? We have Mario versus Donkey Kong that's coming out in a couple of weeks. It's going to be on the 16th. We got uh, Princess Peach Showtime coming in March, uh, and we, you know, it's on the 22nd. We just got a trailer for that like a week or two ago that, that showed off some new stuff. And then we've got Luigi's Mansion 2 uh, and Paper Mario The Thousand Year Door remake coming later this year. But we don't have a date on, on either of those, right? Aside from right. that, you know, we don't know. We like literally like towards the end of last year, we kept coming on the show and being like, oh, there's like nothing for next year. Like we, it feels like we're really winding down and there's just a bunch of empty slots and question marks. Yeah. Um, it, it feels like they're waiting yeah. for what comes next. Right. Cause like, 
I feel like in years past, we knew about even some summer releases in like fall directs. And we're really not getting a lot of that right now. Yeah, and I, I, I have to wonder if even if some of those games are going to be like cross-release, right? Like maybe there'll there'll be some new titles that come out on both the Switch and the Switch successor, right? We'll say Switch 2. Um, totally. You know, you probably don't want to announce a game like that until that new hardware is is revealed. And we still, you know, we still don't really know when that's going to be, you know? And like, I mean, maybe that's, maybe that is the big news in in this February, March direct is that we get the reveal of the console and we start filling in those question marks for what the rest of the year looks like. But I don't know. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if they don't reveal it until kind of closer to the middle of the year, right? Like in that kind of summer E3 season. And and maybe this first big direct is just focused on, you know, more Switch games. Yeah, because they're Nintendo. Like, they don't need a huge uh, window to promote new hardware if they wanted to. They could just wait. They could keep us waiting until June if they wanted. Especially if there's me. not a big gimmick, right? Like yeah. if, if if it's what, you know, you and me and Steve have been talking about and they are going to kind of go the slightly more, I don't want to say traditional route, but I mean, I guess, you know, the, the, the route that we've seen work for Sony, right? Where, and like phones, right? And a lot of other technology <laughs> where the, the selling point is, it's the same thing that you already have and like, but it's better and it's got two on it now, right? So yeah. that easily communicates what they're buying, right? And and I think to your point, like, do you really need like a long cycle to reveal that and then talk about it and sell people on it when what you're pitching them on is a very simple successor to the most popular console on the market right now, you know, depending on the month. Um, I don't know that you do. I think you're probably right. Like, I think like a, you know, a three, four month turnaround for that is like probably better for them, right? To be able to be like, hey, this is what it is. These are the big games that are coming out that you're only going to be able to play on this hardware or that will play better on this hardware. You can pre-order it now. I think right. it makes a ton of sense. A safe bet for whatever N- Nintendo Direct that we get. Um this month or early next is a lot of DLC, a lot of NSO content. And then, you know, they drop the switch news, switch to switch advance in June, <laughs> but it would be, I mean, it would be nice to know literally anything. Cause there's also just like so many titles just like weighing in like the ether of like, do they exist or do they don't? Do they not? Do they don't? Do, do they, they don't not? They? <laughs> do they don't they? And it would be cool if it was like, okay, Switch is coming this year. Announced in February. June. You know the new Switch is coming. And here's what's coming out on it. And then they spend June talking about that. And then it comes out for the holidays. But I, I don't know. I don't know. Nintendo's a wild card these days. I, I, I think some version of that makes sense to me though, right? And yeah. I, I'm, I'm trying to like think about filling in some of those blanks and like what are those things because i think you're hitting on stuff that i think makes sense to me right like the idea of them having something about nso when you know they, they want to fill a gap right like they did with the game boy stuff maybe we see ds or 3ds support but then it's like the dual screen of it all that becomes very difficult yeah. i don't really know how that would work and it's like we've talked about do we think they're ever going to bring gamecube i really don't think they will 
So it's like, no. where do you go from here? You know, I, I don't know. And uh, so if it's if it's not that, is it maybe another partnership like they made with Sega for the Genesis stuff, and they try to bring in some other library like that? Maybe I, I don't know, but I think there's got to be something there, and and maybe it is just adding a bunch of existing DLC to the expansion pass, like maybe yeah. you know some of the stuff like you know um like xenoblade chronicles or whatever right some of those bigger releases that have have come out that have not been given away for free maybe that's how they try to keep people on the hook and ooh, that'd be interesting yeah i don't know uh, you Isn't know it, one yeah. card they do have to play i just thought of sorry to cut you off though is pokemon no, no, good. right there's no pokemon games on nso you could bring some of the old school pokemon games to nso and that could be a, a, a way know. to get people to resub right like that would work oh, they should Maybe that's a card they've been saving for exactly this reason, right? Of like, eh, we're going to have a real dead period before we're ready to talk about the next console. Maybe we put red and I blue know. on there. Maybe we put, you know, something Coliseum like that. and Gale of Darkness, which I've been <laughs> holding out for for years. But they won't because they hate us. Just for you, Sierra. Just for just you. for me. This is for Sierra Bonanno <laughs> specifically. Twitter, tw making a Twitter post. And We've heard like, your cries <laughs> at Sierra. <laughs> um, I think that I feel like the odds of a Switch Two being announced in February is, are so fifty fifty. I think that. Now that they have so many like partnerships with so many like developers and publishers, like they could really just buy time and give us a bunch of crap we might want to pay for or sub to NSO for. Um, and then maybe more information on any upcoming titles that we know about. And we, you know, we, we had that rumor we talked about a couple weeks ago about them partnering with like a, a bunch of third party developers to work on some of their IP because they, you know, are trying to like deepen their roster as like it's taking them more time and more money to make games than it used to yeah so it's like i don't know like i i wonder if maybe maybe you can get away with a direct that is just announcing the console and showing off like one or two like here's the next 3d mario oh, yeah like and, and then, now here's one more thing and then they just yeah they've that's kind of splat. You remember they did that with the Switch where it was like the big splash screen of like all the different company logos and everything? Yes. Yes. So they could do that. And you know, when you think about it, like maybe it, it could be beneficial to do that in February. And then toward throughout the year, like info dump, a lot of directs on like, okay, you're worried about all of your data being switched over. Here's what's going to happen. Yeah. And like talking yeah. about everything, like the trans, the transfer process between your old switch and your new switch especially if there's going to be like some titles that are like compatible with switch 2 or like certain like data transfers that need to take place like i have no idea yeah i think that's that's a good point because i mean yeah, like what about animal crossing because when i need to get a new oh, switch yeah. i had to transfer my island what if i still in the year 2024 want to play animal crossing new horizon on my new nintendo yeah. switch I, I guess like that's the kind of thing that they'll have to answer right is like is the is this going to be like a all new switches can talk to old switches like they're the same console and transfer that would be data. beautiful just, oh you just my use that god same exact system and, and you transfer your account over and that's that or is it yeah. like there's like a switch mode you have to log into and then download all your stuff and transfer it over I, yeah 
I would imagine it's probably the former, right? Because like that was kind of messy on the Wii to Wii U, and I would imagine they'd like a more seamless transition than that. Like they talked about how you know that's been a thing that they've struggled with in the past, and they're aware of it. Yeah. And they want to reduce that friction. Hopefully, that's the case, and it is. You can just log into your Nintendo account and re-download everything and mm-hmm. transfer everything over, just like when you got an OLED Switch or when you bought a new Switch or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. I hope it's that easy. Exactly. It should be that easy. It should be that easy for the <laughs> consumer. We'll see. That they may or may not hate. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess. So, you know, here's 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 something we can we can pull in because, you know, there was this there was this rumor on on Reddit that was making the rounds a few weeks ago. And uh, we didn't get around to it because something else crazy happened. And I've been thinking about it again now that all this Nintendo Direct stuff is coming up, right? There was a leaker who uh, leaked the Cowgirl and Ninja segments from the Princess Peach uh, Showtime trailer that we just had like two weeks ago. Right. And um, they they leaked images or screen grabs from that on 4chan like a few months ago. And this same person uh, has now made another claim that that there's a direct coming uh, and that there's a few games that they claim are going to be shown. So I'll say this, right, for starters, as with all rumors, take them with a grain of salt. Um, if it does turn out to be true, since this person potentially has a track record of of leaking things in the past um, and you don't want to know what's going to come up in that Nintendo Direct, you can go down the description and skip ahead to the next segment and you won't have anything spoiled for you. And you can hear uh, us talk a little bit about uh, Sierra's time at MAGFest, which is one of my favorite conventions in the world. So, uh, you know, go ahead and, and do that if you're you're worried. But, um, you know, like all rumors, we'll see what happens. Uh, so the games that that they outlined, right, that are that are supposedly coming are a Fire Emblem 4 remake, which... I believe, and maybe maybe you can fact check me on this one, Sierra. I don't know which one four is. That might be, I think that might be the one with Ike, but I'm not totally sure. Um, that is supposed to supposed to be coming in May, so that would yeah. be a new Fire Emblem this year. Uh, Donkey Kong Country getting a new game for its 30th anniversary, which would be really cool and would you know make a lot of sense. I think with um, what we've heard the last couple of years, right? That there's supposed to be this team within Nintendo EAD that's tasked with working on the Donkey Kong games. Um, you know, obviously there have been a couple. Of <laughs> yeah, we get an appearance from for, Lucas over on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, for for everyone who is yeah watching on video, audio can only, <laughs> go to YouTube at um. I don't know. I'm not gonna know the timestamp. Sorry, just uh, but just use your 15 gut. minutes in ish, and you'll see some cat butt. <laughs> Um, so yeah, the idea that like, we'd be wanting to, to get some new Donkey Kong, uh, Donkey Kong content out, I think makes a ton of sense. Um, not only given that there's supposed to be a team working on Donkey Kong stuff, but obviously, you know, he was featured in the Mario movie. He has, you know, his own movie coming up. There's the new theme park ride coming out. I think they're trying to bring DK back as a marquee character in his own right, rather than kind of just being a supporting player for Mario. Um, like he's kind of been the last couple of years. So that's one that I think would make sense if it if it does come to pass. Um, Metroid Prime 2 remastered, uh, you know, makes a ton of sense, right? We got Metroid Prime 1. Why not 2? Yeah. 
uh, Grezzo remake of the Zelda Oracle games. Uh, that's Zelda Oracle of Ages and Seasons. Those were uh, some of the games on the Game Boy that Capcom made um, during the, I think that was like the very end of the Game Boy Colors life cycle. Um, great games and ones I would love to see them them remake. They're kind of in the same style of Link's Awakening um, visually. So, you know, obviously it would be right at home with uh, the remake they did a couple years ago. Yeah. Uh, that that good feel game is getting localized. I'm not sure what that is. Um, I'm not familiar with that. Me neither. Good feel. Um, I don't know if you want to pull that up. Did you find the Fire Emblem thing? I did, but I didn't. I I like got distracted and didn't look at the character list. Let's see. Um, well, what's what's the name of it? It is uh, Fire Emblem Genealogy of the Holy War. Okay, I. Siguro. So I think that's older than the one I'm thinking of. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I don't recognize. I'm oh. looking for blue-haired lads, and I do not see him. I see a blue-haired guy on the cover of the Japanese game. I think. Right. Hmm. I did type in Fire Emblem Four, and that's the game that came up. Okay. So... Yeah. So maybe that's the one. Yeah. Well, either way. Um, Troll F Ike. Yeah, I think I Ike's is oh. definitely later. That's this is '96, so I'm I'm way Damn. off. Damn, <laughs> he wasn't born yet. <laughs> I'm a new Fire Emblem fan, people. Okay, don't crucify me. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, and then Famicom Detective Club is supposedly returning as Nintendo Detective Club. Five high school Ooh. girls must solve vicious crimes that they are personally involved with. Nice. So, my thing with this is um any any you know predictions like this like I'm, I'm inclined to take with a grain of salt but having like something that specific is interesting to me like having the oh yeah famicom detective club is is coming back and it's going to be this like yeah. doesn't feel like one of those obvious like there will be a new pokemon game like type predictions that no, any person could just throw out there right for any reason um it yeah. is kind of interesting uh, I don't know that that necessarily makes me feel like more confident in it per se, but I don't know. Um, it's I a hyper specific thing to leak because he changed Famicom to Nintendo because, well, Famicom's not uh, relevant anymore. So we got to rebrand it. And that seems like a pretty, pretty. Uh, clear-cut decision i don't know that seems like such a nintendo thing to do so they did they apparently did remakes of two of the original games in the series which were um the missing heir and the girl who stands behind uh mm. were localized for um nintendo switch so okay. like and maybe that's a thing too right like maybe that's a thing that nintendo will sometimes do is like bring an old entry in a series back and then something new comes out yeah i don't know that's, there's a good yeah there's a good mix of like pretty ridiculous stuff and also like pretty reasonable stuff in this leak yeah so, which it, you you know you never know right but never I, mean, know. I think it it could a lot of this stuff feels like it could make sense and i think it's stuff that would fill out the calendar nicely and meaningfully and also is not none of that feels like a this is the big launch title for Nintendo Switch 2 you come out swinging with. Yeah. Which yeah. also makes it feel kind of 
credible to me a little bit, right? Of like, okay, you know, we were just talking about, we don't necessarily think that they're going to come out guns blazing in February and that like the big reveal is going to maybe be closer to the middle of the year. So, you know, a new Fire Emblem, a new Donkey Kong Country, a new Prime remake, like, you know, the, the, a new Zelda thing. Those are all, I think, like, especially the Zelda thing is like an easy, like, that could be the one more thing and people would be like, whoa, what a big deal. Yeah. And also, it's not a, like a, you know, it's not a new Mario, 3D Mario level of, whoa, what a big deal. Right. Yeah. And that, I don't know. Like, I, I think there's, I think if any of this ends up coming to pass, you've got a pretty good, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You get a pretty good idea, I guess, of, of what the next couple months could look like as we're trying yeah. to tread water into that early spring summer period where they feel like they actually have something to talk about. Yeah, I think that this is all totally feasible. Um, Metroid Prime 2 remastered, I'm a little like surprised by because the Prime 1 remaster just came out last year, but if they're, they're able to crank those out, great. Yeah, I don't, I guess that's such a weird one because it's like, I, what is the timeline on on that whole thing? Because we heard about them so long ago and then it's like, yeah. were they holding the first one for a while? And did that mean they got a, a head start on the second one? And, right. Or were they maybe developed like, you know, as soon as one ship, they started on two. And since the engine's already, yeah, I, I, I really don't know, you know? I know. It's hard to say. <laughs> um, That feels to me like it could be something that's either like, yeah, definitely too soon, or that because we don't really know how long that game was sitting and waiting based on like all those rumors that we heard and all the different iterations of it that we heard about, it's it's so it feels so hard for me to really nail down what the timeline on that game was, you know? Right. So, yeah, I I I think that's a good a good shout though, because. I think of any of those that does feel the Grezzo thing also is like it makes sense in in concept but like we did hear that they were working on a new game that was supposed to be an original IP I don't really yeah. know if they're like a team that's big enough to have multiple projects at once like that right you know but it could also be that they're in like early development on a new IP and then the team it, you know is working on this remake while they develop you know I don't know it's eh, I don't know some of them We'll see. But a lot of these are franchises that feel overdue. So hmm, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I think I think it's not impossible that by the time we publish this tomorrow, we get an announcement of a Nintendo Direct because that always seems to happen to us. So um, maybe this is a predictions episode. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, so we have some more Nintendo noise for you in just a second here. But before we do that, let me remind you that this episode is brought to you by our Patreon producers for the month of February. They are, of course, Arnold J. Rimmer, Christopher Valenz, Earth Visitor, Gabriel Hasselmeyer, a.k.a. Sobe, Snacky Go, Steve Stompy, Susan Likes Cats and Also Boobies, Ty the Dude, and Wakahula. Thank you all so much for your support over on Patreon.com slash Games. You're all the reals to the real, and we greatly appreciate your support of this and all of our sister shows. If you want to go and show your support just like they did, if you want to write into the show for our question block segment, if you want to keep the conversation rolling between episodes uh, over on our Discord or any of the other ways that you can get involved in the community, head over to flipscreen.games. That's our website. We'll have a link to it down below, and it's got all the ways that you can get involved or show your support in the community. 
However you choose to do so, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Nintendo Noise. Sierra, I want to hear about your trip to MAGFest because I love MAGFest and I have not been in way too long and I want to hear about what it was like. You got it. I will help you to live vicariously through yeah, my Yeah, let me, let me, let me remember <laughs> the, the sights, the sounds, the smells. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) I'll do my best to make sure I hit everything. So for anyone listening or watching who doesn't know, MAGFest is short for Music and Games Fest. It is a convention that happens every year in pretty much like D.C., greater D.C. area in National Harbor. Um, It's held at Gaylord uh, Hotel. Yeah, it's like a massive like business hotel. Yeah, but it kind of looks like uh, Orlando inside. It kind of looks like a theme park. It <laughs> it's is. crazy. It, it's so weird. Like, there's, like, that section um, where there's, like, those big glass elevators, and there's, like, that yeah. little courtyard with, like, a gazebo inside. And you're like, there's a building inside? I'm inside a building already. What do you mean? Right, like, if you get a room, like, your balcony is over, just overlooking the inside of the hotel. <laughs> and people, like, I mean, prime people watching, but... Uh, I, I prefer a more scenic view, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> did, so, you, did you stay in the hotel or did you stay? I did not. And honestly, I'll go on record to say that was a huge mistake. I should not have done that. It's worth re- it to stay there for sure. Yes. we. I stayed with my friends, Kevin and Caleb from the band Pulses, who live 23 minutes away. So oh, nice. Okay. We were like, we're like, we're not paying all the money for a hotel room. Like, we can just commute back and forth. Um, But we saw the value in staying there. You, you miss way less for example they were doing a charity tattoo thing every day if you got on the queue by a certain time you could get um 100 200 like video game tattoos and the flash was so good it was really good and we were like genuinely sad to miss that if we um if we were in the hotel and we could just like wake up and go down there we wouldn't have missed that so yeah. actually i will provided i won't be away uh, I'm going to Magfest next year, and I'm also entering for the hotel lottery because <laughs> I would like to be able to just wake up and go. Another thing about Magfest is, like, it's a party con. Yeah. I'm going there to, like, learn new things and play video games and network, and, like, every people are showing up to panels with so- red solo cups. <laughs> like, it's, Yeah. It's no, it's crazy. It's like, it, is, it is straight up. Like, I have never been on a bender in my life except for being at magfest mm-hmm. where it's like okay like i guess everyone's just uh, dr- drunk for three days straight it's so yeah. it, it's like yeah it's like comic-con and a rave and a house party like inside a giant hotel and it's so strange for real oh my it's so weird but i like the vibes it it's was great. um yeah so like you can attend panels um there's a 24-hour arcade that is like Indie games, retro games, console games, rhythm games, and um, yeah, there's so much you can do. And there's also there's also tournaments. And it's all free, in. right? It's Still. all free. <laughs> there's also like there's an artist alley. You can buy stuff. I bought so many stickers. Um, there's what else? There's open jams. If you're a musician, or even if you're not, um, they love themed jam sessions where people can show up with you know, whatever instrument you play, they have charts available and they can, they project them onto the, this big screen. And um, you like jam video game music. Some sessions were anime, some were specifically, I went to a Smash Ultimate one where they were playing a 
for player free-for-alls. Why? And like every time they pick a stage, they would pick that stages. They would play that stages theme. So, so cool. It was so awesome. And it, I'm like, dang, like I've been a musician my whole life and I can't read charts. I got to step up my game. It made me care <laughs> about theory again. <laughs> I don't use theory when I write songs. Um, I will say like the only thing like I was surprised by was I thought I would be more interested in going to panels. There was one about um, sync licensing for video games. That was like the first one we went to. And I was like booking it to try and make it on time because the line to get in was so long. That's another thing. If you go registration lines, very long. They moved, but long. So just prepare for that. Um, we went to a panel on the history of anime OPs, which was my favorite. That one was really enlightening. And then just like a lot of Q&As with um, musicians working in the gaming industry, which was yeah. incredibly valuable. Um, if anyone knows Scott Network, Jer, uh, the person who fronts that project, that band, they did a few sessions. Um, they weren't like performing this year per se, but they did a lot of cool stuff. Um, I like 10 out of 10 experience. Like we went in like not expecting anything. We didn't really have a plan, which we later went on to find out was discouraged, but we still had a great time just figuring things out and like playing it by ear. The food I think situation, that's a good way to do yeah. a convention like that for the first time is kind of to just go and like experience it, you know? And exactly. like, you know, if you, you know, when you go next year, you can like, be a little bit more strategic about it if you want to be you know exactly um and now that i know what the food situation is like because that was tough um there's a market you can buy meals from it's not like a lot of options but it's better than nothing everything else in there is kind of expensive so you'll find yourself like <clears throat> walking outside in the cold to go yeah. get food which stunk but there's some good spots on the block too um cosplaying highly encouraged that was awesome. Um, yeah, so you, you cosplayed both. Uh, you were there for two days or three? Three days. You cosplayed two days, right? <laughs> yeah, I cosplayed uh, Ann Takamaki from uh, Persona 5 on Friday. And then it, the, the con was Metroid-themed, so I did Zero Suit Samus on my last day. And it's cool. Oh, yeah. like, people all, all get, like, photos with each other, and it's really wholesome. Like, um, yeah, it's, it's really just such a, a great and, like, awesome calm with a lot of friendly people so yeah I, that's, that's the thing i really like about it is like how i don't know like there is that kind of like um real communal experience at conventions and i feel like it's really heightened at magfest because most people are intoxicated so there is this yeah. real sense of like we're all hanging out even though you're a stranger you know and exactly I have had so many like really nice interactions like that with people like i remember um the first year i went like a long long time ago um my friends and i had a room and when we got there we like opened the door and we just like started playing music and we're like yeah hey, people come in or out or whatever and That's it was cool. like within like i was like talking to a bunch of guys from canada for like 20 minutes and it's like then i'm going off with them and meet some, you know and it's just like it's just nice to get to you know have that kind of like experience of just um everybody being there for the same thing and there being this kind of sense of like everybody's here to have a good time and look out for each other and it's cool it's a cool vibe it yeah can be absolutely. way 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 um more like i don't know it feels like extremely chaotic but not in a way that's like scary or dangerous which i think is wow. it's like that's tough for it to be as crazy as it is without it feeling like creepy you know on some level totally. right or that you need to be guarded that everybody's you know 
um, <laughs> like in this place intoxicated or whatever. You'd think, but no, it was totally normal and fine. Yeah. It, it, it's, like, <laughs> it's like, I have like pictures from it that I would never share because it's just like, <laughs> I don't want to like share photos of strangers, you know, like in weird yeah. you know, situations or whatever. But like, <laughs> I have this vivid memory of this man who is in a Mega Man costume just laying down in the elevator and like pretending to be a doorman, but laying down just drinking out of a bottle of like whiskey. Holy shit. Just, like, what the fuck is happening? It's like that is I can't I, I was surprised how everyone was walking around with alcohol everywhere. I could not believe it. Like, I'm like, really? Like they're allowed into panels and like my friend Josh is like, Yeah, yeah, you can open containers as long as it's not like glass or whatever. I was like, mm-hmm. wow. It's so it's so crazy. Yeah. Do you remember what you did when you went to the last one? Like, did you do any jams? Did you did you just game a lot? I didn't do any jams. Uh, I would like to live like the first year that I was there. I was like, oh, man, like I, I so want to like come in and do that part of it. And yeah, I think like I just have never I've never like committed to figuring out like what is what what would that setup look like? Like, what do I bring? Right. Am I bringing a drum kit? Am I bringing a right. keyboard? Like. You know, what am I like? What would I try and do there? Um, maybe if we go together, I'll be incentivized to try it. Yeah, um, we'll get a big crew. Yeah, but um, yeah, I definitely I mostly went to the concerts for the more organized stuff, right? Like, nice. I, I went to a lot of the um, like the like the rave hours and when they had like like bands like Bit Brigade and stuff. Are you familiar with I, them? They're they're fucking crazy. I know they were there, but we missed them. I saw Metroid Metal. That was phenomenal. So but, fucking fun just to be yeah. in a room of people. Like, it's like you're just watching the live Let's Play while a fucking metal band shreds. Yeah. It's like just awesome. You know, we watched him. Okay. Uh, when I, the year I was there, they did, they actually were doing Metroid, funny enough. Um, oh, okay. And it was, it was just fucking awesome, you know? Uh, and like, yeah, a lot of that, that stuff, like I, I try to catch. Um, and then, yeah, like I spent a lot of time in the arcade. Just like mm-hmm. fucking, you know, playing like cabs or or like like I got so sucked into um the retro computer setup the first time because nice. I was like, I've never seen a Commodore 64 before. Like I can play all these games I've read about like what? And just like that stuff is so cool. And like that's another thing that I think like speaks to how cool MAGFest is that like the people that go are cool Cause like all of the games and stuff that get brought are from private collections and people bring oh, them wow. and like a lot, like donate them to be used and like nobody fucks them up. Right. Like yeah. people haven't stopped doing it. Like they're bringing cool vintage, like expensive stuff. And there's all these drunk assholes and nobody's an asshole, right? Like nobody yeah. is spilling drinks on stuff. Everybody's like being respectful that like, this is somebody else's stuff and they're letting you, play right so it's like i don't know i just yeah that that stuff is is so is so really cool um, yeah and that it's open for 24 hours is absolutely buck wild insane to me <laughs> bless those people working the con for real yeah thank you yeah. for your service <laughs> absolutely <laughs> but yeah i um i went to a couple panels but like you i i didn't really go to them as much as i thought i would like same yeah um, because I think it's just like you kind of want to be out on the floor experiencing the energy, you know, and like exactly people like 
perform and stuff, you know? Um, oh, yeah, like, I got to see Insane in the Rain uh, play there oh. a couple years ago. And, That's crazy. He was so good. It was like that he had so a little cool. a little quartet, I think, or maybe a quintet. Um, and yeah, they were like, they were playing in the like atrium area and it was like super fucking cool. Um, yeah. So it's like, I feel like kind of whatever. And there's like, they have a huge board game section. Like you can go and play like Dungeons and Dragons or you can like, I like play tested a bunch of games one year when I was there. Um, like, and you can get like, uh, into like DCG tournaments and stuff and you know, it's like kind of like whatever you're into, there's like something for you there, you know? Yeah. Which is definitely, yeah, it's 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 something else. <laughs> it's definitely really? not like any other convention I've ever been to. <laughs> no. I mean, I've only been to two, but no, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Couldn't recommend it more. Do you think you'll go back next year? Oh, my God. One thousand percent. There is a cosplay I've been dying to do ever since I went blonde, but it is so expensive. But I figure a year of lead time might be enough to get everything together. But the Twitch goal. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm gonna have to do. So, and then the, I'll probably send off the blonde with that. Oh yeah, you think so? Yeah, my hair needs a break. <laughs> my hairdresser is like, "Please, I love you so much, but I'm scared about your hair." And I was like, "Yeah, it's valid." <laughs> I, think I, could, I think I think we can go back to to dark hair soon, soon. Well, then, yeah, I think that's a good that's a good way to uh, to send it off. Then, if you've been wanting to do this for years, that's cool. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Very nice. All right. So yeah, everybody, make sure you go to Magfest next year so you can see uh, me and Sierra headline. Um, oh my time. god, be the dream. You <laughs> ever tell you the story about how like um, Magfest got mad at us for trying to submit? to play no what happened okay so um the way macfest used to or does take submissions for performers is you submit through a google form they said if you want to see somebody play magfest you fill out a singular form and let them know so we told people like if you want to see us play this oh. cool video and music video game and music convention submit with sales ahead now Someone, an organizer, emails us uh, with an IRA email, and they're like, hey, whoever submitted, like, 20 forms from this one IP address for you guys, can you tell them to stop? And I was like, oh, my God, we didn't tell someone to do that. We said, one, <laughs> and, like, got us in trouble. This person, whoever they were, got us in trouble. I was like, uh... my family. I was like, do any of y'all do this? Like, do you know who this is? They're like, no, we swear. We wouldn't do that. And I was like, Okay, well, I fucking I don't I don't know who this could be. So that sucks. Yeah, just like somebody's like trying to like, yeah, I'll, I'll you know I'll do it every day and get For you guys real. in. Twenty, twenty. Like, oh. <laughs> too much money. You do. I'm like one of my programmer <laughs> friends, but like they were like no. So, uh, so hopefully we can we can start off on on a, a new foot with Backfest <laughs> and and kind of have I don't know a better chance at actually playing in the future, but we'll see. 2025. Yeah, I think the play is like Metroid Metal mentioned that like they had Metroid Metal, but they also like the five of them also had a band with originals. So the mm. play is you start a cover a band, cover band, yeah, that plays video game music, and then you're like, hey, also we play, we write our own music too, and yeah. you just kind of have that at the. You gotta do. You guys gotta pick uh like a 
I don't know what game you could do. Pick a game and then you cosplay as the character from that game and then you play all the music from that game. Okay. I think that's we'll Super Monkey Ball. <laughs> <laughs> you all just you all just run out in giant hamster wheels, you know? Holy fuck, I'd love to play a show in a hamster wheel. Are you kidding me? Of all the people or sorry, a ball. I mean, a ball, see- not a wheel. You know what I mean? The plastic. Basically. I would love to see me and my bandmates try to do that. That sounds like a bit on a Japanese game show. You put up this. Oh, remember that show that was like we we put a, a band in an orb like tower and like, yes, <laughs> like on MTV Refused. I don't remember. Cartel did it, but yeah, it's like that. But we're just playing a set. But we're in the ball and we have to perform. I think I think you're onto something. You know, I think you're onto something. We're gonna we're gonna get we're gonna make this happen, everybody. <laughs> Playing all, right. all your favorite Super Monkey Ball hits. <laughs> I, I think I can't maybe, name one. I think maybe pick, maybe do a different one. Maybe something with songs that I've heard of. You know, I, maybe that's the way to go. I don't know. Maybe Sonic. You know, you guys could play. Oh some, fuck yeah! Play well, there's a whole 40 symphony songs. for that. Yeah, I'd love, I'd love to see you cover "Live and Learn." I'd love to hear you. All right, belt that for me. <laughs> maybe, maybe Sonic is the play. Sonic cover band. You know, I don't know. I feel like I feel like maybe maybe you'll get some more mileage out of that. But, <laughs> but you know, there's there's something to be said about a niche, right? There will be definitely no other Super Monkey Ball bands. So. <laughs> I'm crying at the thought of a Super Monkey Ball band. You call oh it Super god. Monkey Band. This, yeah, Super Monkey. Oh my god, call it Super there's... Monkey Band Two. That's what you'll call. It. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, the two is uh, important. I agree. <laughs> Named after the best game in the franchise, obviously. Come on, right? <laughs> All right. Well, we'll 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 wrap it up there for today. Thank you guys <laughs> for joining us on another episode of Nintendo Noise. If you want to write in with your hopes and dreams for the next Nintendo Direct or your memories of your favorite convention, make sure you hit us up at um, contact questions. I forget. You know what? You can find the link to hit us up at flipscreen.games. There you go. You head over there. Go find it. Or come join the Discord and write in. And if you write into the show. You can get your thoughts right on the air during our question block segment. And uh, you, you have a good old time, you know? So make sure you go and do that, however you choose to show your support. We thank you for tuning in for another episode of Nintendo Noise. For the crew, I've been Pete. She's been Sierra. We'll see you next week. 